and welcome back to the Steam Forward Podcast. Happy Friday, and my name is Savannah, and as always, I am your host. And today our conversation is going to be centered around um, getting into college and getting scholarships. And we have a lot of students that are in middle school and high school, and they're really working towards figuring out what they want to do in the future, but also this process of getting scholarships and applying to colleges can be really stressful. And today my guest is my coworker, Christian Williams, and he ran track in high school, but how he was able to run track in high school, he got a full ride. And he's just gonna give us some tips, some tricks on how to apply to colleges, maybe how to get scholarships. And he's just gonna tell us about some stressors and things to look out for during this process. So help me welcome our guest, Christian. How you guys doing everyone? welcome well christian just kind of tell us a little bit about yourself what are you doing now because you are my coworker. so what's up <laughs> so right now i am currently working for a peacemakers family center um i'm a program manager for one of the nonprofit organizations mm-hmm. there um we pretty much deals with youth at risk youth we go there we talk to the kids about healthy relationships healthy life skills finances and pretty much just planning for life right okay awesome well the kids, they always ask me this question because I've been to college as well. And they always want to know, how was college? What was college like? College was fun. College definitely was an experience. Um, you kind of go there with your high school mindset. And yeah. when you leave, you're definitely more matured if you apply it the right way. But college was great. I learned a lot. Um, it was fun. It was definitely fun. And I learned a lot. Right. So did you stay on campus, off campus? Like, what was that kind of like for you? I stayed on campus all four years, actually. Um, my first year was I stayed in the freshman dorms, of course. So yeah, same. <laughs> um, it was kind of in the cut. Kind of yeah. had to walk like 15, 20 minutes just to get in my classes. Um, but yeah. my sophomore, junior year, I kind of stayed in the more, you know, uppity places. It was very nice. Um, kind of like a hotel. So I stayed on campus all four years, though. So I kind of got the college life experience. Yeah. Yeah. How was having a roommate? Room, was it challenging? Uh, yeah. Room, roommates feel like having coworkers. You just have to deal with them. You have to deal with them. I get that. Um, so you ran track. So how did you even get started with track? Was it before high school? Was it before college? So the funny thing about that is I actually did basketball my entire life. So uh-huh. I did basketball from when I was five years old. And pretty much I my first game of high school, I did really well. And the track coach saw me and saw me jump and was like, I want this guy out there. <laughs> right. So the my ninth grade year, um, I did track, but I was doing more speed than jumping. So that wasn't really my thing. I could run, but that wasn't my specialty. My sophomore year was the first time I did what actually got me into college mm-hmm. was the high jump. And my first time doing it, um, I went to States and I got fourth. And then um, pretty much after that, my 11th, 12th grade year, after I knew I was really good at it, we practiced all the time and I pretty much one states um, those years, and that pretty much what got me into uh, right. college. So as somebody, so when I went to college, I didn't go for sports. So how the process looks like was you had a recruiter that came and watched you do track or? So with that, um, so I didn't necessarily have a recruiter at first. Um, mm-hmm. So kind of how any sports works is when you do good enough, you're going to be on a certain type of stat list and you're ranked in oh, your state okay. or your region or whatever. So the coach is already looking at you on that list. So you kind of will get um, letters and mm-hmm. emails without even knowing your coaches will receive it. Okay. Um, they'll receive the letters and then they'll kind of let you know, hey, Christian, um, you have a letter for you. That's kind of how it went for me mm-hmm. um, my junior and sophomore year. My senior year, that's when I actually started getting visits from the coaches because it's my senior right. year and they know I'm about to make that transition. So that's when I actually had coaches come and visit me at my meets. 
Um, so I had, I think, University of Miami, FIU, of course, alumni. I had um, Alabama State, and I had a few other. I had FSU. I had FSU um, reach out to me. So I had a few uh, colleges come to my meets when I actually were competing. Um, but it was a good process. I mean, you definitely have to make some highlight tapes. You have to, uh, on your coaches in, have to somewhat, your coach is your recruiter pretty mm -hmm. much. Your coach has to vouch for you. Um, so that's pretty much how that process kind of went for me. Um, and honestly, I wasn't even aware of the process until, I don't know, maybe a couple months from graduation. Right. So, yeah. I mean, thankfully, I had that coach that kind of was looking out for me. And that's yeah. something that I would definitely tell people to take it more seriously starting from your sophomore year. Right. From your sophomore year, start um, going to those schools and reaching out to those colleges mm -hmm. and making those highlight tapes if you're a student athlete and kind of pursuing um, a scholarship to start from then. Because I kind of started late. I just... Got lucky. Right. So you said that there's a website that kind of ranks and has your stats. Like, yes. do you have to apply to be on that or you're just automatically put in? No, you're automatically plugged in. Once you um, once you compete and, you know, I wouldn't say I wouldn't I don't want to. Um, uh, what's that word called? Limit what is good and what is not good. But pretty much, let's say if you're ranked the top 20 in the state, um, you're going to be on that list. Um, mm. Even if you're in the district or in the region, you're still going to be on a certain list. You don't have to pay for it. And they'll see you. They'll see you and they'll, oh, let me get this guy. Or he's number five in the state or he's number four in the state. And like I said, it has local, it has regional, and it has uh, statewide. So each list can look different. You can be number one and two in your district and region, and you can be number six in the state. Right. Yeah. So when you went to college and since you were there on a scholarship for playing track, did you feel more pressure to always be the best at track because you knew you were there on the scholarship like did it push you in a different way you think it would have done if you weren't there on a track scholarship yes it was definitely humbling um because in high school high school is just different like i said high school i only lost once and that was because i tore my hamstring and even then i came in second so um it was definitely different because when i went to college everybody's on scholarship right. i'm no longer that best guy we all only lost once or twice right. and everybody kind of was on the same level so it was kind of like competing against like three or four of my right. own versions of myself so it definitely was humbling because i couldn't just go out there expecting to mm -hmm. just be number one i had to actually work hard and apply myself so what did your like schedule look like so like i guess how when you were running track in high school like did it take up a lot of your time yeah so the only difference is time so high school we would have um we would have practice right after school Right after school ended, we'll have like a little stretch from mm -hmm. 220 to 3. And from 3 o'clock to 7 o'clock, mm -hmm. we'll be working out practice and then weight room. College was different because I actually had to wake up at 5 a.m. to make it to weights at yeah. 530. Yeah. And then we will have like a pre-practice right after weight room, which would be like around 8 o'clock. Right. And then we will have practice at 11 to like 2 or 3. Mm -hmm. And all between that time, either I am have classes in between where I have to leave practice go to class, come mm -hmm. back to practice, or I would just have class later, put all my classes later in the day, which is what I did my freshman year. So I had classes from three o'clock to 11 o'clock sometimes. Right, so doing sports in college is like no joke. Yeah, it's no joke. Oh, wow, yeah. It's no joke. So what would you say are some tips that you could give um, a youth that's aspiring to get a scholarship in a sport or maybe even just applying to a college? Um, so just from my experience, if you really do want to get a scholarship, well, it depends, I guess. If you are just trying to get a scholarship in a sport, I would say just try a bunch of sports out right. and see which one is best for you. If you already have a sport that, you know, you're already passionate about, I would mm -hmm. say 
apply yourself. Don't necessarily worry about the competition and everybody else. Just be the best version of you. Right. Um, don't worry about the other person being the best wide receiver, best, you know, um, point guard, or mm -hmm. those are all different positions. Just whatever position you're in, focus on yourself. Right. Be the best. Also, like I said, make highlight tapes. You know, have someone record you, have someone uh, record your stats, and all those things look good to coaches because when they see the video, Yes, they see your stats, but they don't have a visual. So right. someone can have amazing stats, but when you look at their video, they look lazy on there. Right. So if you have a person that's hardworking and they're always showing hardworking, they're building up the team on the sidelines, getting everybody hyped. Coaches mm -hmm. love that. Mm -hmm. They love a uh, team player. So you're kind of recruiting your personality as right. well, not just your uh, your stats. So I would say right. record that um, and you know give it to your coach and they'll market it for you along with your grades. Make sure right. your grades yeah, are on yeah, point yeah. too. Please. If your grades are not on point, then yeah, you know it might be tough for you yes for sure so when you were doing the applications were there like some complicated parts that you kind of say kind of gave you a hard time was there some things that took a little longer than others um not really um besides the time that i didn't really have laptops back then right so yeah the, the desktops yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. uh besides that it was good there was no autofill so everything i had to type in right. <laughs> these kids are so blessed they have common app yeah that's, it's that's insane crazy. it's insane that's crazy so it wasn't really difficulties with that um the right. application process it was just tedious that was yeah it. i feel you um so what are some things that um the youth should look out for just to be ahead of the game and maybe some stressors that might come along the way and how they can deal with that in regards to which process um just maybe even the transition from high school to college maybe it's the application process okay. maybe it's figuring out what's the right college for them i would definitely say i would definitely say go to college based off what will benefit your dreams and future mm -hmm. best don't go for a relationship don't go because <laughs> your boyfriend or girlfriend is going you want to go there with them i would definitely say um go to like what fits so i'm not sure what has the best medical campuses and you know, best sports management campuses, mm -hmm. but that's something you would look at. If you're into that, Google those campuses, Google those colleges that kind of fit what you're passionate about at that moment and apply to them. Take right. a visit on there. Do your um, research. Do yeah, your do research. your research. Mm -hmm. But that process is, you know, that process is pretty straightforward. Um, as far as transitioning to college, college is very independent. There yeah. is nobody holding your hand. Mm -hmm. The professors, they don't really care if you're coming to class or come or not coming to class. You're going to get that F regardless. Right. Um, so you're it pretty much forces you to be uh, independent and take initiative and pretty much reach out to them. Right. Um, and pretty much just, you have to over communicate. If you're going to miss a day, talk to the professor. Right. If you're sick, you have to communicate because they will, you know, work with you. But mm -hmm. if you don't, you know, communicate, nobody's looking out after you. So that's why it's independent. There's a lot of independence. There's no right. handholding. Right. It taught you a lot of, a lot of like self accountability. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Same. I feel that. Well, Chris, if you could just think about all of these experiences and, um, if you could just choose one word, because we like to do the word of the day here on the Steam Forward podcast. Okay. Um, if you could think of one word that describes this experience, what word would that be? I would say intentional. I would say intentional. Being intentional. Because in college, I realized that half the time, the work is easy. The work yeah. is actually is very easy. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize that to my senior year. But I was trying to boost my GPA up so high. And I realized, wow, all I had to do was just be intentional about what I wanted to do in college would have been a breeze. Well, it was already a breeze, but it could have been smoother than it was. And mm -hmm. pretty much just your entire college course as a whole, just be intentional about waking up early, going to class, um, doing your work. Because a lot of times nobody's, you know, waking you up to say, hey, go to class, go to school. Mom and dad is not there to do that. For right. you. So just being intentional with 
everything you want to do and knowing if I want to become this person after I graduate, I have to do this while I'm in school, you know, so intentional. I like that. Be intentional. Well, y'all heard it here. Thank you so much again for tuning into the Steam Forward podcast. And always a huge shout out to our sponsors. That's the Children's Trust and Trinity Church. And remember, there are three ways in which you can listen or view this podcast. The first two ways are just the audio, and that's through Spotify and Apple. But if you'd like to watch us, you can also find us on YouTube. And as always, you are watching the Steam Forward Podcast. Steam Forward Podcast.